You're now tuning in to the Here's the Deal podcast, covering today's biggest stories from the gridiron to the hardwood. Hosted by Michael D. White Jr. and David Coleman. What's going on, everybody? Here we are again, another week, another week down, another episode of Here's the Deal. What's going on, David? How you doing, man? Yeah, man. How you, how you been so far, bro? Bro, I'm tired. Like I was just telling you, man. School, family, it's all stacking up, but hey, right. the grind never stops. How about yourself? I've been good, bro. It's been a long week, but made it, made it through. Can't complain. Yeah, true. That's good. Let's dive right into it. Today on Here's the Deal, we're going to start you off. Let's talk about Rookie of the Year and the top rookies we got going around. I'm going to let you start this one out. Who are your top rookies? Who's leading the race for Rookie of the Year? Go, go ahead and uh, let us know. Um, top rookie so far, of course, uh, Luka Doncic, um, Trey Young, right. Marvin Bagley, DeAndre Ayton, Jaron Jackson the third, I believe. Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah, yeah. And um, I say Shy. Gilchrist Alexander. Those mm-hmm. would be my top rookie so far. Um, it's been a kind of like a two-man race as far as rookie of the year to me. Yeah. Really just Luka, but Trey Young's really, he's putting together a strong stretch of games lately. He's been averaging, I want to say, like about 30 and 10 the last couple games, about like the last nine games or so. Right. And he just, he had a breakout game against the Rockets. Um, and then he just dropped 49 and uh Four other times against the Bulls. I'm not sure if you saw that one. Right, I did. I seen that. That was yeah. a crazy game. Yeah, so he's really starting to find his way. His passing, I feel like that's the best aspect of his game. Trey Young, his passing, and obviously he can shoot the ball. He's really he struggled at the beginning of the year. He's starting to make more of those deep threes that we saw him make in college, and he's just starting to get more comfortable with the ball. I think that was one of people's biggest questions: was he was he going to be able to continue to shoot from distance when he got to the NBA? Um, when I look at the rookies, like you said, it's a two-headed race now. It was a runaway race. Uh, Luka Doncic averaging 21 points a game, five assists, seven rebounds, shooting 34% from three. I still think Luka's in the lead for right now. I just think he started the year so strong. NBA love its international players. You know, he's got the step back going. He's got a lot of highlights, and so does Trey Young. Trey Young was earlier was kind of inconsistent, but now he's starting to catch a lot of heat. But the way Luka started off, it's really his race to lose at this point. Um, Trey Young's caught up. He, I would say there, Luka still has a slight edge over him for me. Um, other rookies that I do like, you name most of them, Marvin Bagley, DeAndre Ayton, Mitchell Robinson, Jaron Jackson. One of my personal favorites is a guy from Arizona, Alonzo Trier from New York. I, I like that dude. I was watching him in the tournament last year. I was like, oh, this dude can score. He can hoop. He can shoot. He got a little bounce. Yeah, he got instant Yeah, yeah <laughs> like he's a bucket. He's an instant bucket. I like Alonzo Trier. Uh, I, I hope he gets a lot more minutes with the Knicks going future. I think that's definitely a piece they should hold on to. But, yeah, yeah. it's definitely a two-man race. What you, what you think about uh, Marvin Babb? He's been playing really good since the All-Star break. He just got hurt. He was averaging 24 and 11.7 rebounds right before he got hurt. I hate Marvin Bagley because um, he plays for the Kings and the Lakers are behind the Kings. So I I don't care. No, I'm, <laughs> Marvin Bagley's great. Uh, he definitely picked up his play since the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. The Kings actually look like 
sometimes like a formidable playoff team. You combine him with Fox and Bogdanovich and all the players that they have. They got a nice young team that likes to run and they play defense. Um, They'll be competing in the next couple of years, so. Thank God he just got a knee sprain, because yeah. <laughs> that looked bad at first oh, when yeah. he got hurt. I yeah. was like, oh, you know, yeah. but he'll, he'll be back in the next week or two. Yeah, he'll be back, and I mean, he's gonna be good. I hope they lose, but I like Mar- I like Bagley. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I mean, as far as the rookie race goes, boy, Doncic is, Doncic is still number one. Right. Trey Young's starting to pick up, but I don't think he's gonna catch him at all, just because Luke is having an amazing season. Between Luca and Trey, they're looking like two of the best rookies we've ever seen. Who would you rather? Who, so who are you taking? You got to pick one to build your team around. You taking Trey? You taking Luca? Gotta go with Luca. Gotta go with Luca. Why? The way he does it, um, you can trust him with the ball. You know he can score. He's proven that he's clutch already. Um, he's a big guard. That's yeah. probably the biggest difference between us two. That's that Luke is a big guard. He's like six, 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 seven. He's six, seven. Yeah, yeah. that's that's kind of how I'm feeling. It's just when it comes down to deep. I mean, neither one of them is amazing on defense. You know, they both get steals here and there. But six, seven, be six, two any day. Mm-hmm. But we'll see as Trey Young goes forward. If honestly, he's looking like <laughs> I hate to say this, but he's looking like. A Curry, like he's like, like I don't want to, I don't want to be the one to say it. And I know some people have said it, and other people are like, nah, he's more of a Nash. But man, the the swagger I'm seeing when he be pulling up, yeah. like then he could just tossed out the game got, the other yeah, night. He, he was going at Chris Dunn, yeah. yeah. Like if he develops into like something like Curry, mm-hmm. then we yeah. might have to revisit this. Cause, but I mean, Luca's gonna be great too. He's six yeah. seven. He could pass. I, I'm surprised. I honestly didn't think he'd be able to score as easily he does in this right, league. Right. But I mean, he's definitely stood out. Definitely, I think leading the race for rookie. Right. It's gonna be interesting to see who, because uh, everybody compares him because uh, the whole draft day trade, the Hawks and yeah, Dallas have traded picks. This is a trade we're not gonna be able to tell who's a winner for a couple years. Yeah. We gotta see because the Hawks how they still gotta get that player. Uh, they got picked also in the trade, so that's right. That turns to and Dallas is ahead. They've already grabbed Porzingis. They yeah. are. They already got a second piece to go with Luca. Yeah. Hawks are more rebuilding too. Definitely rebuilding. Um, that's good. Let's move on to um one of the saddest stories in the NBA. The Los Angeles Lakers continue to struggle. Um, three and seven in their last ten. Playoff mode activated. I, I, <laughs> I don't want to say I've given up on my team. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say I've given up. But man, losing to the Suns. In the fashion that you did, I just hit rock bottom. It's just, yeah, man. It's it's not a lot to say about the Lakers right now. They're last in free throw percentage. No one can hit a free throw. No one. LeBron, Ingram, no one can hit a free throw. Only people who shooting good from the free throw line on our team is like KCP and uh, Reggie Bullock. Bottom three and three-point percentage. We can't hit a shot. And I, I'm, I'll, I'll be honest, at the beginning of the season, I was one of the ones that said that I didn't think we needed to get more shooters because I thought Kuzma, I thought Ingram, I thought Hart, I thought those guys were going to take a step forward. Yeah. For some, they have, and we'll get into that. But it's just not enough shooting on this team, and I just – I think it all starts from how the team was constructed after they signed LeBron 
that's basically got us to this point here. What do you think about the Lakers and their struggles lately? I don't know what Magic and Rob Plinka were thinking coming into the season. You know, they came with that mindset, okay, we're not going to get shooters, we're going to get... I was with it, Magic. Vets. I was with it. <laughs> they was like, we're going to get Vets, we're going to play defense, we're going to go uh, just go against the grain of 2019 basketball. It sounded good. <laughs> and it, it just has not worked out. Um, picking up Reggie Bullock has been a good addition because y'all finally got a reliable shooter. Right. That but is true. It hasn't been equated to wins because y'all are 3-7 and seven in your last 10. So, there's a lot that y'all need. I think y'all, like I said last week, y'all need Lonzo back. That's going to be big as far as defense and a point guard that can hit those threes. Because Brandon Ingram's taking a huge step since All-Star break. Definitely. He's a huge step. I was actually one of those guys that was like, if there's anybody in the young core I would trade, it'd be a brand new. I, that was me, too. Go ahead. But the way he's been playing, he's starting to look like that. Uh, maybe that AD trade might have helped him, you know, kind of see that he needs to take that next step. He just can't be a solid NBA player. He needs to actually be working towards being an all-star the next year or two. Right. And he he's also known as a slow starter, too. Last year, he was kind of slow starting off the season. Then after the All Star break, he started to pick it up. Especially when Lonzo went out, they had we had to move him to point guard. So he's always been sort of a slow starter. He hasn't been horrible this season, but like you said, I was in agreement that he would be the one to trade too. Because I just when I watched him play with us, it just seemed like he didn't fit the mode of the style that we were trying to play. He just seemed like he needs the ball. He needs a little isolation. He needs time. In other words, he needs his own team. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We got LeBron. You don't need to be doing that. Look, your job yeah. is to shoot. He's definitely changed his style a little bit. Yeah, he does not holding on to the ball as long unless he's playmaking, of course. But he's shooting more threes now. Yeah. So he's definitely been a bright spot in right. what's been ultimately just a rough couple he, of weeks. He's becoming more of a scorer, I think. Because, um, yeah. Going back to last week, I played a game against the uh, Bucks, which is a it, I thought it was an encouraging loss. I know whenever you lose, a lot of people don't like to have those moral wins, but I think it was an encouraging loss. Y'all played the best team in the league at home. It's a nationally televised game. And you, even though you didn't come out Bledsoe. and win the game, Bledsoe, oh hey, he came out there. He took y'all to hell. Man. Bledsoe got 70 mil, <laughs> and all of a sudden, and one, and one, pulling up. I'm like, hold on. This is not the Bledsoe I know. Right, baby, bro. <laughs> Rich Paul got on that contract. He said, all right, bro, what's good? <laughs> Yo, like, the Bucks game was good. I liked how we played the entire Bucks game. We played defense. The last three minutes, we just broke down. I think they went on, like, a 15-2 run. Mm. So, like you said, it's a moral victory. But at the same time, the mm. losses against Cleveland and New York and Atlanta – we it's not we really don't have time for moral victories yeah. at this point when you're four game four and a half games out of the playoffs out of the playoff chase excuse me you have to run you have to win every game so then they followed it up playing Phoenix and I I just knew we was going to win that game and I come in this game I'm watching the energy's not there and I just I don't know what to do I don't know if Luke's lost the team I think that's pretty Apparent Luke's lost the team. What do you yeah. think about Luke Walton and the job he's done this year? Uh, I thought Luke for the longest. Y'all need to give him more time, but it just hasn't worked out. I thought the whole rotations things. Eventually, he figured it out, but he just doesn't. It doesn't seem like he knows who to keep in the game it's when the they're playing good. Pro- he's had the same problem since he's been to LA. If I had any insult, Luke Walton is please sure up your rotation. Yeah. God, yeah, that's all he has to do. Get that and make sure the team plays defense. Because if you're gonna be a team that doesn't 
score a whole lot off of threes and things like that. You have to play defense. And, and they haven't done that. Right. And I will give him credit. At times, they have played defense. There was a time when they were a top 10 defense this year. And even last year, he got the team to be, I think we were like top 12 or 13 in defense, even though ultimately only 35 games. But these rotations at times, not having LeBron or Brandon Ingram or Kuzma on the there's no time for the rest of the season that Brandon Ingram, LeBron, or Kuzma should should not be on the court. At least one of them. Like That's there's no time for that. I don't understand. Yeah, even some, if <laughs> Rondo shooting 15 threes a game. Bro, when I saw that, I was like, I'm what? just not. That's when you take Rondo up. I'm not understanding the direction. That he's taking the squad. I don't understand. And, like, I know they have a lot of defense. It's not all on Luke Walton. It's definitely on roster construction mm-hmm. at the at the beginning. And it's definitely a part, partly on LeBron and the whole clutch and Anthony yeah. Davis and yeah. the rumors here, blah, blah, blah. But we got to be better than this with maybe the best player in the game. Yeah, LeBron got to – he has to improve his body language out there, which, I mean – Everybody talks about his numbers. The numbers are great and all, but it's just something that he leaves undesired. If you're really watching these games, he's not doing... There's something that he's leaving. I can't really pinpoint it. It's defense at times. It's effort. It's uh, rattling around these young players. He has to do those little things that... Granted, they don't show up on the stat sheet, but it will be important when it comes to winning games. It's like I thought we were getting there. Like, you know, at that Warriors game on Christmas, up by 20, I thought we were getting there. And then once he got hurt... And then all them trade rumors start, it's still been this disconnect. And he doesn't make it any better, like, after the Bucks game. The first thing he's talking about is how good of a team the Bucks got. Like, son, the trade deadline's passed. You got to play with who's around you. You're not even trying to uplift them or encourage them. I'm not under really understanding his leadership position. I can't really criticize his play on the court because the stats are there, but intangibles matter, like I was telling somebody earlier today. What do you think about y'all um, looking at adding Carmelo, maybe? You think that'll help y'all out? Melo don't want to play for us. Did you see the report? Yeah, if y'all not going to like, compete for real. Like, if Melo don't want to play for you at this <laughs> point, yeah. it's you You need to look at your team and make some decisions. Like, if Maybe time, I mean, granted you don't fire coaches late in the season, but it may be time to let Luke go. Well, like we were talking about earlier, Mark Stein reported that Luke Walton will be fired at season's end. I mean, Magic's keeping his promise. He said he was safe for this season, but he sees a white light at the end of the tunnel now. So, Luke looks like Luke will be gone, and we'll see. I mean, honestly, that's what I saw happening anyways if this didn't go the right way. And if we don't make – unless barring we go on some type of miracle run – I knew this was gonna ha- gonna happen. Walton was gonna be kicked out of there. Yeah, but y'all need a, y'all need a coach that's gonna hold LeBron accountable. Do you think um you think LeBron's a top five player this year or? Because I would say no. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna go out and listen. Everybody's been calling LeBron the best player the last however many seasons, last decade. I think that pat that torch was passed when KD went to the Warriors. I think KD's been the best player in the league since then. Right now, it's between KD, Giannis, and Harden. Those would be my top three right now as far as who's the best player. But I think KD, he took that torch two years ago. And ever since then, LeBron's slowly been, I only show up in the playoffs. Regular season doesn't matter to me. 
You know, he's got, always kind of had that attitude as far as I don't care what we do in the regular season as long as we're good come finals time. Why need him to care now? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't think he's a top five player anymore. How about you? Um, so look, yo, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fair to LeBron here. Couple things. I don't think when KD hit that shot, I don't think that put KD over LeBron. Because ultimately, when I look at the teams and I look at who KD got riding with him, it makes your job a heck of a lot easier. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to take nothing away from KD. But LeBron, we saw what he did in the playoffs last year with the Cavs. Like, game winners at the game winners, creating, guarding whoever. Pacers Raptors sucks. Yeah, that's true, but I, I mean, to go to the finals eight straight years. Yeah, yeah it's respect. It's definitely respect. Like, it's not easy. That's <laughs> a lot. But here's what I say. There's a couple things that we got to keep in mind about LeBron. It's the first year he's ever been seriously injured. Yeah. Th- this may not be serious to other people. This is serious for him because this is as long as he's ever been out. Mm-hmm. Um, We got to look at the team put around him. You know what I'm saying? That's true. He built, he's been best when he has shooters around him. We didn't do that. And now he doesn't have that. So he's forced to play kind of out of his out of his element. So I think those are two things we gotta remember. I still think LeBron is a top five player. I just don't think he's playing as good as the best player in the league right now. I believe next year, if the right pieces are around him, LeBron can still be the best player in the league. Because as good as KD is on the offensive end, he doesn't affect the game as much as LeBron to me, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Now, in the regular season so far, that least, like I said, he not playing up to <laughs> he's not playing up to par. But um, I wrote down some people I thought who are playing at a higher level than him right now as well. Um, I agree, Giannis, definitely Giannis. Excuse me, uh, James Harden. I have down there. I got KD. I still got Steph playing better than him right now. Paul George is playing better than him right now. And before he got hurt, I think Embiid was playing better and was more impactful to his team right now than LeBron James this season. But again, yeah. injuries, team construction. It all plays a factor. Right? It, it all plays a factor. He doesn't want the coach there. You know LeBron's a drama king, a drama queen, yo. If he don't like the coach, yeah, yeah. you you know he <laughs> you know he don't like the coach even before his report. You could tell when you watch the game if he liked the coach or not, and he don't like the coach. Right. I don't like all that uh how as far as getting the coach, you're not gonna get LeBron to really respect anybody that he played against. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, unless like yo, like if you're gonna be somebody he played with. You had to have been at least top five level right. type talent right. or someone Luke, with a lot of respect who Luke was on their way out. <laughs> Walton, son, he, he just, nah, he man. wasn't that. Nah, Yo, he man. wasn't. He rolled the pine <laughs> for the Lakers. And he had some moments when he came in and played, but he definitely isn't somebody I think Luke Walken, Luke, excuse me. He's definitely somebody that I don't think LeBron can look at and be like, okay, I'm going to listen to this guy tell me about basketball. Yeah. Definitely not Luke Walton. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe a new coach will bring him that, you know, newfound energy. Whenever you get a rejuvenated LeBron, it's like, okay, this is the best player in the world. So, maybe it's just because I haven't seen that yet. And he said he activated playoff mode. I'm still waiting since y'all losing to the Suns, y'all losing to all these low-level teams. So, I'm still waiting on it. But... He still gets his numbers, so I mean it's respect there. It's the defense that he's lacking and just leadership and he has to make his damn free throws. What's wrong with that man? Sixty six percent. 
<laughs> like, I've never understood that about LeBron. Now, look, I ain't want to be the guy to do this. But when Kobe was in town and he got to the free throw line, there weren't a lot of times I was worried. I be worried when LeBron at the free throw line. He going to get one of them. He going to miss one. Like, I don't understand. 66%, that is horrible. Yeah. To be the even. caliber of player that you are, you nah. can't shoot 66%. But it's it's yeah. not just him on it's the, the Lakers. It's, it's the whole team. team. But, yeah, 66 is bad. 66% is horrible. He seems disengaged a lot. Th- body language, throwing his arms up. You know, it's like, God, if you're going to be a leader... You know what I'm saying? You got to show it on the court, too. You can't show up your teammates like that because that's what they get on Aaron Rodgers about. You know, when a, a receiver run the wrong route. <laughs> and, you know, Rodgers, he be like, oh, man, what you doing, son? Like, they be on them. Like, Skip be on them. Like, so I'm saying there's things you got to do as a leader. And I know he's in a tough position. He's also never been in this position before with a team full of young players. But you got to be a better leader than that, in my opinion. All right. Um... Going into some of the free agent uh, buyout additions, I'm sorry. So, uh, Pablo so here got bought out by the Spurs, and he ended up going to the Bucks. You got anything about that? Uh, uh, is he going to get playtime with them? I don't think he's really there to play at all. He's more just there for veteran leadership. Veteran leadership. I would have liked to see him go to uh, Toronto. Who's there? That would have been a good one. Him and Marcus Who's the other center after Lopez? Um, I'll look it up. Go ahead. Wow. <laughs> I don't. Even, I don't, I don't know. I would have liked to have seen him go to uh, Toronto, seen him play with Marcus So, have both of them come off the bench or something like that. Even though probably wouldn't got that much play time, but I don't think he's going to get that in with the Bucks either. So, well, actually, now that I'm looking at their roster, they might need Paul Gasol because behind at center behind Lopez is Ilyasova, and he's a power forward, isn't okay. he? So they have Miritich, who's also a power forward. So yeah. he'll probably definitely see some play yeah. time. Especially because Powell, he stretches the floor now. He's actually starting to shoot more. And he's a decent rim protector. They play, the Bucks are that good defensively that he won't be asked to do too much. So yeah. he'll he'll fit right in with them. Also, another buyout addition. When I saw this the other day, I was thinking, how many MVPs do the Warriors need? They added Andrew Bogut. The Australian MVP of this season. He can still run. <laughs> so they added another MVP. They ended up losing to my uh, Miami off of D-Wade's crazy one-foot shot. No, you saw that. Yeah, I did. That was luck, but and whatever. Then, and then um, they lost throughout the weekend to uh, throughout the week to Orlando. As with KD not playing, Steph had shot 12 for 33. He scored 33 points. So 33 points off 33 shots. Mm. And they lost to Orlando. Is that, you think that's like a preview of next season? And what do you think about the Andrew Bogan edition? I, I mean, I thought he was done for real. He was getting hurt a lot lately. But, I mean, familiarity. Bring Andrew Bogan in. Knows the team. Knows how they like to play. Knows what's expected of him. Knows what to do. Knows his job. He can't be any worse than what they have as, as far as backup centers right now. Um, so... That's a good little pick, but he's definitely getting up there in age. Um, we'll see how he plays. I, okay. I don't I don't think much of yeah. Andrew Bogut uh, at this stage of his yeah. career. He, he may just be there for familiarity and yeah. some type of leadership. And he knows what to do. He knows. He could, he could coach up Boogie a little He could bit. definitely pass, too. Yeah. yeah, he could coach up Boogie as far as, okay, this is the way Steph and Claire are going to be running when you have the boss trying to you know, play make for him. Because that's one, one thing that he's always been good Boogie needs to play some defense, but well, I ain't, ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That... He's never been known for that defense. So. <laughs> All right. Um, do you think that's a pre- it's a preview of next season, kind of without KD, that loss to the Magic at all, Steph taking a whole bunch of shots? Um. Well, if they lose KD, 
their the dynamic of their team changes because I'm skeptical. Are they still as good as they were before they had KD? Because they were a lot. They were definitely a deeper team then. Draymond Granted, was better. right? Draymond was a lot better, shooting a lot better specifically. Mm-hmm. But um, depending on what they do with that that cap space, losing Durant, that'll ultimately tell me a lot. But that's what we're gonna see. We're gonna see Steph shooting a lot. We'll see Clay shooting a lot. I don't think we'll see a bad shooting night. Mm-hmm. As good as Steph is, best shooter yeah. of all time. It's I don't. Like yeah, yeah. I, I don't think we'll see a lot of that. But we're going to see a lot of back to the 45, 50-point games from Steph Curry, him hitting 10 threes. We're going to see a lot of that next year. And I, I actually like it because I think that'll help him and win some more MVPs maybe. Right, right. Um, I mean, best point guard in the game today with Steph. Um, I, I think it's an outlier game as far as bad shooting. Without KD, the only thing they'll be missing is that go-to guy, but I think Steph, given his own team again, he'll kind of take that role upon himself, and he's always been a good shooter, no matter the time, no matter the situation. He gets his little bit of flat for playoff time, but usually he's always pretty solid. I think, I mean, he's not as, how should I put this? He's not as automatic as KD, but I think Steph is a good go-to guy. I think you can go to him when you need a bucket, or he'll get to the free throw line. You know, I think a couple years ago, he was just uh, I think among guards, he was one of like the highest rated of scoring in the paint. So it's not like he just shoots threes. You know, he's able to take it in, pull up for mid range. He has a float game, crazy lay package. So you know, Steph, I, th- I think the Warriors will be all right, but I, I definitely think they'll be a lot more vulnerable depending on who they get. Uh, speaking of vulnerable, let's go ahead and hop into the Celtics and how they've been playing the last couple of weeks. They're six and zero without Kyrie the last six games he's missed, and one and six with Kyrie the last seven games he's played. So they just came off of a loss to the Rockets on Sunday, mm-hmm. and they've been losing to all the good teams. They just their most recent win was against the Wizards on Friday. Okay, but they've been catching a lot of L's against good teams. They got the Warriors coming up next. You got any thoughts as far as their struggles this season, Kyrie? Doesn't know if he's going to stay, doesn't know if he's going to leave, doesn't care about the regular season. He's going to carry them like LeBron in the playoffs, apparently. I don't I don't know. Well, from what I can see, I think Kyrie's gone. I think this is, I mean, it, the, the proof is not only in what we're hearing outside of the Celtics locker room. It's in the stats. Like you said, they seem to be a better team without Kyrie Irving. Now, depending on what they do in terms of going after Anthony Davis could also determine a lot. Kyrie might want to stay if Anthony Davis comes because Anthony Davis supposedly is including Boston in that. But looking back at the Celtics, I think they just have frustrations between Kyrie and their young core, which would be Terry Rozier, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown. Those guys feel like, hey, we got the game seven without you. You know, we don't, basically, we don't need you taking all these shots, blah, 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 blah. And Kyrie is feeling like the old man, like, yo, y'all don't even know what to do when the playoffs come around. Y'all need me. And I kind of agree with both sides. I I think that they do need Kyrie ultimately when the playoffs come because I don't think anybody else on that team is as big of a shot maker as him. But ultimately, this could be the framework for us seeing Kyrie leave, and we'll see what the Celtics do with that cap space they'll have because they'll still have Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. And another thing that bothers me about the Celtics, they're not getting what they thought they were going to get out of Gordon Hayward. 
It's and a lot. it's yeah, that was a big piece. Now I was high on Gordon Hayward coming out of coming out of Utah. I thought he was mm-hmm. a solid, nice player, but with the injury, he's just not back yet. And it's gonna take some time for him to get back. It's definitely gonna take time. Isn't this his first year yeah, back? First year back. And Paul George took about what? Three, two, two, or three, two years. three years yeah. to get back right. Yeah. So finally this year, right? For real, for real. But the thing that sucks about it is Gordon's on like um, I think he's on a max contract. Yeah, he's the highest paid player right over now. Over the next two years, yeah. so you're not getting the production you should be getting from one of your max players. Right. Kyrie's mad the young guys. <laughs> Lakers like, and Celtics. I just don't yeah, know. Lakers, I say two of the, the most story franchises, and who's having the hardest season right now? Kyrie or, Le- or LeBron? Who do you think? Just pick right quick. Well, I would pick LeBron. LeBron. He's never had to deal with an injury before. Mm-hmm. He's currently four and a half games out of the playoffs. Yeah. And he's good. averaging 28, 8, and 8. Okay. So, <laughs> I think that's a solid. Kyrie's still getting to play. Kyrie's still in the playoffs for now, at least, right. you know. Yeah. So, I definitely think it's LeBron and yourself. Um, I, I, I thought you said that. I'd have to go with LeBron because he's never been in this type of situation since his first year in the, uh, in the league. Um. But as far as the Celtics struggles, they're still trying to find their identity. I think as far as their lineups go, they need to have more Jason, uh, more Jason Tatum, more right. Jalen Brown, and less of Gordon Hayward, which is going to be hard to do. I understand doing it throughout the regular season, trying to get him right and the connection that him and Brad Stevens have. Right. You want to play him. You want to see him get back to his old form. But it's, it's just not, not ready. This year. It's He's just not, not ready. So I think as they get close to the playoffs, start to switch that rotation. Get Jalen Brown in the starting lineup. Either take out Marcus Smart or Morris. I would take out Morris because mm-hmm. Smart's having a really good year. All of a sudden, he's become a really good shooter, which he may be, well, other than Kyrie, he's looking like one of their better shooters on the team. Hey, dog, if you hitting, keep yeah. shooting. Right. Hey, look. He always reads that defense. Like, he can't go <laughs> right. wrong with a player. It may, be, it may be because he's already got his money. As far as the Celtics, a lot of their young players they haven't got paid yet. Still on rookie deal, so they're still trying to, you know, all right, I deserve to be a match player. I deserve to be the captain of this team. So they're still trying to, you know, get their get their name out there as far as because Jalen Brown, a lot of people are looking at him like, is he gonna be a star player? Is he gonna be a role player? Is he gonna be just a solid starter? So he's still trying to figure out where he is in this league. There's I think the biggest problem with the Celtics also is they're just not a good shooting team as we thought they were. Last year, they shot better. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, they all shot better. Even, I believe, Horford shot better last year. So it's just as far as coming into this this year, everybody's kind of took a step back as far as the young players. Kyrie's having his best year yet, I think, as a point guard. Because uh, he's averaging about seven assists and 23 points, I believe. And he's, he's always shot good. He's always shot well from the floor. Horford... He's still solid. He, I thought he was taking a step back, but he's proved that still be <laughs> <Solid>. that, <laughs> still be that good center and always giving Joel and B hell whenever they play the Sixers. So in the dictionary, next to the word solid, you'll find out Horford's picture. <laughs> that he's just yeah, he's solid. solid. He's solid. Y'all get him, pick him up. He's solid. He's solid. He gonna, I'm hoping it's solid. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna do but. his job. He's not gonna try to do too much. He's gonna do what he's supposed to do. He's gonna play a little defense. He's gonna knock down a shot every now and then. Solid. Right. <laughs> right. Um, as far as their playoff scene, I think they're kind of where they're going to be at when the uh, end of the year comes around. Ooh, that's playing Philly. Um, Philly might jump the uh, uh, Pacers for that third seed. I think that will happen. Even though the Pacers have somehow managed to hold on to that spot. Pacers winning, but the Lakers can't win with LeBron. <laughs> Son. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> like, it's crazy. If y'all could just beat the best teams in the league. But... 
going on uh going on to just something else that's happening around the league. Pistons they're eight and ten or eight and two in their last ten games. They're actually starting to become a really good team. I just checked the standings a second ago. They jumped the Nets to six seed right now. I know a couple of weeks ago you asked why are they in the playoffs? I got Dwayne Casey. Hey, look, they heard me. <laughs> They heard they needed that voice. They it's not <laughs> hey, they needed that real voice. I said, why are y'all not? Is they but like I said, they got Drummond, you got Blake Griffin, you got mm-hmm. Reggie Jackson. Mm-hmm. You should be able to make the playoffs in the East with with them three players. Right. I, uh, I think the difference has been Luke Kennard. He's been playing really well. I was watching the game. They played the Raptors last night. Okay. Okay. And I they didn't actually see. won that game. They beat the Raptors last night. Oh, I didn't know that. Luke Kennard, man, he, it looks like you know he's a young player out of Duke. It looks like he's starting to finally take those steps. He's shooting 50, 50-50 the last ten games. Oh, and he was the white one in that pump fit. Hey. They run by him hitting <laughs> that step back on the three, and I was like, all right. So he thinks he think he back at Duke, huh? Right. They got him and Reggie Jackson's actually starting to play really good. So they're, I guess again, better guard play, which has really changed. Them as far as winning games, right? I mean, with a coach like Dwayne Casey, you should be a good team. Yeah. You you, you yeah. should be able to make the playoffs in the East. Of course, everybody knows Dwayne Casey, coach of the year last year. You have Blake Griffin, who's healthy this year, who's playing at a at, a, at an all star level. You have Andre Drummond to protect the paint. You should be in the playoffs, and yeah. they are. And I think they'll be they'll probably lose in the first round, yeah. depending on that seed. Because what are they eighth? You said they, they moved up to sixth seed right now. So, oh my gosh! So they're looking at a matchup with the Pacers and that's the holes. So, I mean, oh, they play the Pacers, that's that's good. what they want right there. Yeah. They want to get in their <laughs> sweet spot where right, they play yeah. in the Pacers. The they might could come out and then that's a that's a hell of a year. Yeah, from not making Definitely. the playoffs to you know second round maybe Definitely. exit. You know, I say and hey. who knows? Come playoff time, you know, the game slows down and maybe if they're still getting strong guard play. Blake and Drummond shouldn't show up, so yeah, that I as long as Blake doesn't get that, you know, faithful injury. Detroit, we're gonna watch out for them. Yeah, we're gonna watch out for Detroit. Yeah, but Detroit's been playing really well. Um, over the last week, Harden's streak had broke. Uh, his thirty-point streak had stopped at 20, uh, 32 games. Right against the Hawks, amazing streak. Yes, amazing streak. Um, you where do you think it ranks as far? Well, not as far as rank, but do you think it's better than Kobe or Jordan streaks as far as you know, long short scoring streaks? First off, oh, here we go. Lakers stand. Kobe stand. <laughs> Let me start this by saying what Harden has done over these last what, 32, 32 games. Yeah, thirty two. What Harden has done over these last thirty two games is impressive. I'm not one of these people who hate John, James Harden. I think he's very talented, and I think he plays within the rules, and he plays it better than most people, and that's why people get angry because they foul him. I understand. <laughs> But hold on, he ain't he ain't he ain't better scorer than Kobe now. I can't I can't give it to him. I'm not a better scorer, but is this is this streak better than Kobe? I believe he had a sixteen or seventeen point. It was something like that. Yeah, something like that. Do you think it's a better streak? Not a better scorer, but a better streak. No, I can't. I can't. You still can't. No, I can't. <laughs> it, it is a different time in the league, right? Right. It is it's a definitely different time. A lot more possessions, mm-hmm. offenses catered. Ball's always in his hands. Ball's definitely in his hands, <laughs> especially when you yeah, when you got Chris Paul as your teammate, you yeah. don't know if he's gonna be he, playing or not. Yeah, he was hurt. Over half the shoot, <laughs> yeah, about so, twenty of the games at least. I think James Harden is starting to solidify himself as definitely a top five shooting guard of all time, though easily. Yeah, don't get it twisted. Number four, if you ask me, he'd be behind Wade and the obvious two. Yeah, just just off the top of my head, you know, you got Iverson, you got some people throwing Jerry West, but nah, nah, 
<laughs> but he needs, that's what I hear. He, 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 he needs at least a ring, though. Yeah. He, he needs one ring. He has to get a ring. Um, they came back. The Rockets came back down from 21 points against the Heat, which was a really big comeback for us because Wade had just came off that game against the uh, Warriors. Farewell they, tour. They were coming down to Houston, and they wanted to get us out of the way. But Harden won't happen. He ended up with 58 points, 10 assists, 7 rebounds, 4 steals, another MVP performance. 58, Jesus. And then uh, throughout Sunday, he came through with the 42-7-4 against the Celtics. So Somebody got to guard that, man. You got to... Hey, like... <laughs> he's making moves on this MVP. I know. Hey. I hear all this Giannis, man. I hear all this Giannis. Over the, over the last week, Giannis, he had 15 and like 16 against the Lakers, and they won. So it's like, he got a lot of help. Don't say he don't got any help on his team. And then I believe he, they had lost the game against... I believe is he the Pistons or some lower level team, and Giannis he just didn't show up in those types of games. So, I mean, granted they do have the best record in the league, so they are winning, but it's not all on him as far as it is for Harden. I would say that fifty eight point game was definitely a big peg in Harden's MVP race this year. That that definitely moved him. I think him and Giannis for me right about now probably neck and neck. You know, they're neck they're, and they're neck. They're going to be teetered, like, the whole rest of the season. They're going to be back. What hurts Harden is they were struggling for a little bit yeah. in there right after the All-Star yeah, break, I Chris think. Paul came back. Yeah, they were struggling for a little bit He's there. And he also has Chris Paul. Yeah. And, you know, peep, the voters are going to hold that against him a little bit, but I don't think it'll matter much. Giannis doesn't have another superstar, but... I acknowledge he has yeah. a solid team. Eric Bledsoe, Chris Middleton. Eric Bledsoe, really Chris players. Middleton, and then everybody else. Brooke Lopez, Tony Snell. <laughs> like these, they're not all like big names, but they do yeah. what they do Malcolm very Brogdon, well. Malcolm Brogdon. Clutch streams, I hate like. Brogdon. <laughs> he plays really like, good. He plays I, really good. I hate. Brogdon. I don't even know why I hate Brogdon. Yeah, shout out yeah. UVA. He, he's. I mean, he's just a solid player. He's. He's a good shooter. Good point. Good right, shooter. Can go to the back. He's just a solid player. Damn good defender. I take him on my team any day. <laughs> like, I be like, damn, man. Brogdon. He be, you know why I really hate Brogdon, though? I'm going to be keep it real, man. He be killing me on 2K. <laughs> Son, yeah, like, I don't. <laughs> and, like, it don't matter how good you play. Though. Yo, Brogdon be going off. Then, then if you foul him, he shoot, like, 98% from he the free miss. throw line. Light skin dudes. So yeah, he's just making moves on the uh, MVP race. Uh, just keeping up with that. Right. Um, I saw a graphic that said Harden was one fifty-seven point game away from uh, knocking Calvin Mur- uh, Murphy ass out of the Rockets record books as far as top points per game. Like, that's impressive. He's about to just have the record books for to himself in that. Category. See, that's what I'm saying. That's why he needs rings. Like he's getting yeah. the stats, but you Gotta need some rings. Hard, like if they were like to rank the all-time Rocket players. People will still probably put the dream. Okay, yeah. They're gonna put the dream yeah, over you. He yeah, got two rings. Got son. to. But if he gets one or two, hey, well, then he's we gonna just, be real legendary. Yeah, we have start having that talk. Um, let's move on to our last topic of the day. Iggy came out, Andre Iguodala, and said that Steph is the second best point guard of all time. What do you think about that? Do you agree? First, yes or no? Yes. I yes, do. I do. Oh, go ahead, take this. <laughs> okay, you want to expect that? Go ahead. Yeah, when it, it's always been one of those things. I always think about my all-time rankings, my current rankings. I always think about things like that. But when he came out and said it, it really um, 
really made me think for a little bit as far as point guard position. Because if I was to rank it, it goes something like Magic would be first. Okay. Of course. Steph would be second. Okay. I take Isaiah Thomas third. Okay. And then it'd be kind of like a toss up between John Stockton, Chris Paul. After that, I'm not sure. Do we throw Oscar Robinson as a shoot, as a point guard? Yeah, I would consider big old point. Okay, guard. well I throw him. I throw him somewhere after in Isaiah Thomas. Oscar, I probably throw Oscar Robinson above uh, Isaiah Thomas, but it'd be something like that, and then following up John Stockton and Chris Paul. But I think Steph is the second best shooting uh, point guard all time. Still got a little bit to go before he, you know, passes Magic. Magic is a, I say top seven, top eight player all time, something like that. If I was to rank him, so it's gonna take a little bit. Curry's he's he the way that he's, he has a dynasty in Golden State, and he's been the focal point of it for the most part. Like the system runs around him, even with KD being their best player the last two years, the system still runs around KD. I mean, still runs around Steph Curry, and you see that whenever he's out for like any type of time, KD he. Still a great player. He still gets his number, but they definitely lose a lot more games. When Steph's there by himself with any like anybody, it doesn't matter who's out there, they still manage to win games. He always going for 30, things like that. So, I mean, with his resume being the best shooter of all time, I don't think there's really any debate in that anymore. He just has to keep going as far as being greatest. There's a difference between greatest and, and best. I say he still has a little bit more to go, you know, getting that three-point record and all that. But he's taking over... Most of the record books. So, And then, um, yeah, I think he is the second best. I have to agree with that statement. I love that answer. <laughs> uh, so, Seems like you disagree. no, I really love that answer. Because it's, it's not a lot I can dispute when it comes to that. I think what I would bring to the table, when you think of Steph Curry, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Best shooter. Best shooter ever. Mm-hmm. Are we ranking him a little higher because he's the best shooter ever? Because do you think Steph Curry's a better pure point guard than Chris Paul? Here's where I, I know some people arguments come in like, he's not really, is he a better pure point guard than Iverson? Is he a better pure point guard than maybe Big O or maybe a J Kid? I mean, yeah, that's that's, that's, debated now. that's yeah. debatable. But yeah. since he is the best shooter of all time, it kind of gives him that. Yeah. That stature to stand on. And, I mean, he has three rings. No finals Mm. MVPs. (laughs) Um, But... He's one of those. I'm not holding him too much against that. I think he should have got the first one. They gave it to Iggy. Regardless. I think think Iggy deserved it. I I don't think they messed up on the finals MVP. But I'm saying they gave it to Iggy for guarding LeBron. How much did LeBron average? He averaged a lot, but he didn't shoot. He shot... Like, that's the first time I saw LeBron shoot about 40%. I think he shot, like... Like, Steph was averaging, like, 26, 27. That was good, but think about about the finals. Um, When we going back to that time, the Cavs were up 2-1 on the... um, Okay. On Golden State. Going home. The change in that was when Steve Kerr put Iggy into that starting lineup. And he gave you that balance of... He is kind of like a point guard on the floor. Obviously, he's not always, you know, making plays. He's a good playmaker. He's a good playmaker. You can trust him with the ball in his hands. And he's... At that time, he's one of the best defenders in the league. He's still one of the better defenders in the league. But when you put him on LeBron, he was the only player that was able to, like, not shut him down because, you know, he still gets his numbers. But to slow him down. Just to slow him down. And that was enough for them to win that final. So, I think he deserved it. That's fair. Uh, I do think he deserved it. 
my point in that is I'm not going to hold the final MVPs against him too much. Uh, he is the only unanimous MVP. All that gives yeah. him a little... Man, but number two... Yeah, who you got? So I, Magic's number one, right? Magic, of course, is number one. Right. Man, I got Isaiah Thomas down here. I got Big O down here. Mm-hmm. I got Stockton down here. i tell you like this. If he gets another ring... With KD gone, I will solidify number two uh, for me. Right now, he might move to number one. <laughs> hey, <laughs> without KD, we I don't know. That'd be interesting. Look, we got a serious conversation. I don't yeah. think nobody gonna put him above Magic. That's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be hard to do. That. He got a statue out front. <laughs> I don't think. I don't, I don't it's, know. Yeah, it's gonna be hard. Showtime. He went to nine finals, I believe, five and four, I believe. Magic, they win a ring. Like they're gonna win a ring this year. That's how most people yeah. feel. What would that so, be? Uh, four, four for him? Rings, four and one. Jesus, that's crazy. Finals. We gotta yeah. do a pod it's gonna be on the most dominating teams. Like, oh yeah, four. Definitely, definitely. We gotta do that because <laughs> the run that they're on is ridiculous, and it all stems from him. I mean, I always saw him being a great shooter, but I never saw him becoming that all-time great point guard. I never saw that happening. And then, as soon as Mark Jackson, he instilled, you know, a lot of good habits in him and Clay as far as playing defense, always. And then, yeah, and then playing hard. But mm-hmm. when Kerr came in there, it's like he just took another step and changed the offense. He revolutionized their offense. Yeah, he just changed the game since then. Um, the gravity he does have with and without the ball, I think mm-hmm. that gets underplayed at times, and it opens up things for him. Although he may not get the assist at times, all coming off of a screen off a of big man. He kicks to the corner. Both players go to the corner. You got the big man just rolling to the run. They get an easy dunk. Things like that. So you may not get the assist. And well, but Grant, that, I don't think he's some type of great playmaker, but he is a good playmaker. He is a very good playmaker. But even still, when I think about that, it's all predicated off how good of a shooter he is. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So him being such a dominant shooter has made him one of the greatest yeah. point guards of all time. So... Like I said, I'm not comfortable putting him number two yet. I would have him right now. He's got to be no lower than top seven, six. He can't be no lower than that right now. But I just, I can't. I got to see. I I need another ring. Because last ring he got without KD was the one we were just talking about, right? Then they lost to LeBron. So, then they went and got KD. It's interesting. And now it's been too easy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. It's been these last two years. It's been kind of not giving to him. So, if KD (laughs) leaves this offseason, I would love to see how he would do now as he's a little bit more older. Let's see if he can get another MVP, add another ring to that case, maybe get a finals MVP. Then we could talk about it. That's that's true. Um, And then um, the only thing I'll say is going into – Next few years, if KD does leave, I, I'll leave some wiggle room to adjust that answer just in case, you know, the Warriors just go back to looking like the original Warriors and and things just aren't the same for them. Um, anything else you got for us? Um, I just got an update about Brandon Ingram being out tonight against the Clippers. Oh, Can't my God. It's looking like another loss for y'all, man. I, didn't, I wasn't looking at my phone. I was recording. I, <laughs> I saw that, that he was possibly out. And we're, this is a big game for us. This is the Clippers. Like, yo, like, this is the game yeah, we really can't lose. Like, yeah. that's who we're they're technically chasing. Like, man, uh, no Brandon Ingram. God. It's going to be hot for y'all. Who, 
LeBron, LeBron got turned up. Who is scoring on the Clippers? <laughs> like, I'm trying to, like, you lost to Bias Harris. That's 20 <laughs> points right, right there. And they still win it. You got Lou. You got Montrez Harrell. I don't see what all the, you meant, I don't see who's making up those points. Man, oh, I got the Lakers, son. Lakers going to win. <laughs> LeBron going for 45. He finna pass, uh, what? Who's he about to pass? Jordan. Oh, Jordan on the all-time list tonight. I got the Lakers. We'll take the win. All right, you going over with LeBron with your mom and tell you. I'm taking the Clippers. But thank you all for tuning in for another episode of Here's the Deal. You can check us out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, anywhere. Um, our Twitter handle is here is underscore the deal. My personal Twitter handle is decode, zero for underscore decode, zero for the uh, O. And thank you all for tuning in. Go ahead. Once again, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for all our viewers, from everybody who's listening on YouTube, to SoundCloud, to Facebook, to iTunes, wherever you may be listening at. Thanks for tuning in, and here's the deal. Of course, I'm your boy, Mike White. Boy Cole. We out, man. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Here's the Deal podcast. Tune in for next week's episode. And don't forget to add the Here's the Deal podcast Facebook and Twitter pages.